All right, we have some important stuff to get to here, but quickly, I need the 30-second movie review slash vindication from PJ Zuko, who saw Top Gun Maverick last night. Was I right? Did it live up to the hype? Because I know the worst thing in the world is listening to somebody go, this is amazing, and then going in with all like the expectations and it falling flat. Did it live up to the hype? Absolutely. Yes. At one million percent, uh, I, I thought it had huge flop potential, especially when I saw all the reviews and heard from everybody. Uh, but getting your stamp of approval, honestly, yesterday was, was a, a green light for me, and it lived up to everything. Like, I've, I, saw, I saw the latest Star Wars movies. I know how those went in, in theaters and everything. I saw Endgame, Infinity War, all those, all those movies in the, the best movie theater that we could go to to see right. them several times. And that that blew those away. Honestly. Okay, so like, when I said yesterday, emotional wise, yeah. now also emotional wise, like Infinity War, Endgame, like yeah. those 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 got me. There were a few moments, honestly, in in Maverick that were that were pretty good too. Uh, that type, but when you're just talking about energy, acceleration, um, excitement, and just pure movie experience, that was incredible. Like one of the best things I've seen. At so wait, least so in the wait, last so wait, five best, or six years. Best movie theater experience ever, though. One of them. Because I know I, I know, don't. <laughs> I know you're gonna talk about like the emotional scenes where like the portals open up and end game and everyone's freaking out and all that. But I'm talking beginning to end, gripping your chair during scenes. Are, um, you, are you willing to put it up there? Yeah, I see. That's the problem, though. Is like I. Because I know you're feeling your feels during the MCU stuff. Of course. But yeah. like, I feel like you would have felt those same things had you been watching on a big screen at home. Right. Yeah, it was yeah, more true. so just like seeing no, a story absolutely. a decade tied up. Yeah. And, and you're always going to have that. Right. I'm talking about the movie theater experience. I'll say, okay, I'll put, I'll put it this way. I don't... See, I don't know how to rank those things. I'm really bad with with ranking those PJ, things. PJ, we have a short show today. I need a I know, yes or no. We I, can't I extrapolate it. things today. I get it. Uh, it's top three. It's All right, top, top three. three. Top we'll five. see if we get, we'll top gun top three. We'll see if we get it to number one. The last hour is the most nervous, exciting, exhilarating. Like, my heart was pumping like yeah. I was running at the gym, right? So, like, Dagum. yeah, it, it was. I'll say that was the most excited slash nervous yeah. slash exhilarated I've been in a movie ever. All right, so I'll here, say that. here's what's happening today as we get PJ's review. Uh, here's what's happening today. Braves baseball coming up at 340. We are going to hand you over to Braves pregame coming up at, correct me if I'm wrong, Kevin, 325 is when we are, or 225, excuse me. Yeah. 225, right. that would make zero sense. Uh, not 15-minute <laughs> pregame. 225, uh, we're handing you over to Braves pregame. So right now, we need to talk about something happening down in Destin. For sure. As SEC meetings have officially gotten underway down in Destin. You have Paul Feinbaum sitting on a beach, which is just the most college football bleep I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, just what we've always wanted right. to see. Yeah. So, but, so NIL and transfer portal and all of that is huge, overarching college football conversations that are going to change the landscape of college football. The SEC, for as powerful as they are, cannot control that. Right. Right. As Kirby Smart says, they got to keep the main thing the main thing. 
There you go. Right? They can't control NIL. They can't control transfer portal and the changes that are coming inside the leadership of college football. What they can control is what is happening in the SEC. And the biggest storyline coming out of this is apparently we are going to get a, a decision on what the scheduling is going to look like for the SEC once Texas and Oklahoma officially join and the SEC goes to a 16-team league. Now, the perpetuating rumor out there has been pods. Right. Right. In the past, like, year, really yeah. since this got announced, it yeah. was automatically pods. So four pods of four teams, they all play each other, and then they rotate the rest of the schedule through that with six other games because it's going to go – they're thinking it's going to go to a nine-game schedule. Yeah. In reality, the SEC hired a firm to come up with every available option for them for scheduling a 16-team conference, and they presented over 30 options wow. to the SEC in yeah. terms of how they can do it. The ones that have come out is either an eight-game schedule or a nine-game schedule. The eight-game schedule would be a 1-7 format. 1-7 meaning you have one permanent crossover we're not crossover because you won't have divisions anymore. One permanent opponent, yeah, and then rotate the other seven games every year. Wow, right? You get, so you get that one big rivalry game, and then you rotate through the rest yeah. of the conference seven games. Crazy. The other one is a nine-game schedule, and it is a three-six format. You have three permanent opponents. No, not divisions. Right. Three permanent opponents, just because you're trying to keep some rivalries alive, and then six rotating. So okay. you play a nine-game schedule. Yeah. So I like what the I sound did, of that. I like the sound of that. Oh, wow. <laughs> little ASMR for you here no, of course, why on your afternoon drive. We try and get you everything here. What I have done, Kevin Thomas did it as well. He just didn't do it as good, uh, <laughs> is I have listed the 16 future SEC teams and their three permanent opponents. I like that. Yeah. And so, because but like my mind was already going. Yes. Once you said that one seven, my mind was, like, what are we gonna lose? So uh, yeah, no, I, listen, I like this option a lot better. I don't know if this is good radio, but you know what? <laughs> <laughs> this is what you get for at least fifteen more minutes. Not fifteen more minutes, because I do want to come back and complain about the Braves. But that oh, being okay. said, gotcha. uh, I want to go through <laughs> and I want to list out who I believe the three permanent opponents will be. I think a lot of them are just common sense, and I'll go back to the ones that seem a little bit out there. So starting. Semi-alphabetical order. I went through. I forgot teams. Had to add them in as, as I was going through. I wrote all the teams down with like three slots so I could go through and just add the games as yeah. I went. And, you know, alphabetical order, but then you forget about the teams, so alphabetical order gets messed up. It's semi-alphabetical. And the last two teams are Oklahoma and Texas because they're not in yet. All right, so starting with Alabama at the top. There are three common opponents. Auburn, LSU, Tennessee. Yes. I know you lose <clears> out <throat> on some other stuff. Alabama, Ole Miss, Alabama, Arkansas some of these other SEC West games, but I think the three most important ones, Iron Bowl, LSU, and then third Saturday in October. Yeah, that's actually one of the first games I yeah. thought of when you said that 1-7 yeah. is, can you imagine a season Without where we LSU, don't see LSU-Alabama? Yeah. That'd be insane. All right, moving down the list, Arkansas uh, is LSU. You know, you got to have the battle for the Golden Boot. LSU, A&M, because, you know, got to have the game of Jerry World. And then Missouri, because that has been the constructed new SEC rivalry that they right. have made a border war uh, for them. So LSU, A&M, Missouri, the three permanent games for Arkansas. Auburn, this one's interesting because a lot of teams love playing Auburn. Mm -hmm. Alabama, obviously. Georgia, deep yeah. south's oldest rivalry. 
and LSU. Okay. It's a rivalry game, always a great game, and then, as Kevin and I talked about, just a wonderful uniform game. Oh, it's perfect. Yeah. It doesn't matter which, because no matter what, Auburn's going to be wearing the blue tops, yep. LSU's going to be wearing the white tops. You don't know what year it is that you're watching because their uniforms don't change. Yeah. It's just a beautiful uniform matchup. So and, and, Alabama, yeah. Georgia, LSU for Auburn. As for Florida, obviously it's Georgia, <laughs> Tennessee, and South Carolina. Really? I was thinking about Kentucky. Okay. I was thinking about Kentucky. I was thinking about this. Well, maybe it's too yeah. too many for LSU, but I was thinking yeah. about LSU because that's always a great game yeah, but, too. But yeah, you can't. There's, there's so many yeah, different. <laughs> yeah. We can't. I may have screwed this up, UJ. No. No, anyway, I'm good. Georgia. Yeah, no, it's fine. Kevin, don't, calm don't, down. Don't worry about it. Just keep going. No one's going to catch it. No one's going to catch it, even if you did. Georgia is Florida, Auburn, South Carolina. Florida, obviously, got to play. Uh, I'm just going to call it what it is, world's largest outdoor cocktail party. There you go. Got to play that every year. Auburn, right. deep south, oldest rivalry, and somebody has to play South Carolina. So there we are. The hardest <laughs> part of this exercise was somebody has to play Vanderbilt, if I'm being completely honest. Uh, Yeah, understandable. Um, All right. Yes. Kentucky, South Carolina, Vanderbilt, Mississippi State. And listen, it ain't the best. It's not. It's not the best scheduling out there uh, for Kentucky. USC, Vanderbilt, Mississippi State. But, like I said, somebody has to play Kentucky, somebody has to play Vanderbilt. You keep some of the SEC rivalry in there with Kentucky and South Carolina. Vanderbilt and Kentucky has become kind of a territory war. And then Mississippi State, you know, luck of the draw. Yeah, All right, Ole Miss. Vanderbilt was their permanent crossover to the east, right? Obviously, you have to play the Egg Bowl. And then I have A&M. On there for Ole Miss. Very least a fun game. Right. But, I mean, yeah, no, that, that's a pretty solid. I feel like that's always a pretty solid West, yet SEC West, highly contested kind of game. So, yeah, I feel like that's pretty good. All right. Mississippi State, Egg Bowl, Kentucky, and then our first appearance of one of the new schools, Oklahoma. Okay. I just think it kind of makes sense regionally. Right. Terrible uniform game. Yeah, but that's I mean, kind of gross. You're about to have so much maroon inside of the SEC. They really, like, those three teams have really got to, Oklahoma yeah. can't, but, like, Texas A&M and Mississippi State really got to sort out their uniforms. Right, go, but we got to go fast here. Yeah, sorry. South Carolina, Georgia, Kentucky, Florida, makes sense. Uh, yep. Tennessee, Alabama, Florida, and Vanderbilt. I'm keeping the in-state rivalry in there. Vanderbilt, yeah, that's good. Ha- Vanderbilt's got a little habit going on of beating Tennessee, uh, so we'll keep Vanderbilt in there. Missouri, Arkansas, and then the two new opponents. Texas and Oklahoma for Missouri. A&M, we're restarting the rivalry with Texas. Yep. As much as A&M and Texas want to avoid it, of course, we're going to play Doesn't Arkansas because you got to play in Jerry World and Old Miss. Vanderbilt, Kentucky, Tennessee, Old Miss. I think that's fair for Vanderbilt. They'll probably still lose them all, but it is what it is. It's and Vanderbilt. It brings us to our two new members. Right. Oklahoma, obviously you got to play Texas. Missouri and Mississippi State. And then rounding it out with Texas, I think this is a wonderful schedule for them. Oklahoma, A and M, and Missouri. Yeah, I think that's I think that's perfect. It so yeah, yes. So basically, the old part of the old Big Twelve schedule. Yes, there. I think that's great though. I love that. So many different rivalries from conferences that no longer exist. Yeah, no, true. Did you have Georgia Tennessee in there? Or is that gone? No, by the Georgia Tennessee's gone. Yeah, like you gotta you gotta. 
Well, that's the amazing Tennessee thing about had, this, Tennessee, right? Tennessee, I think they have a more important rivalry with uh, with Alabama and Florida. Sure. I think those two yeah. are more important than Georgia-Tennessee. And then, because Tennessee-Florida's been a rivalry since the SEC was invented. Right. Right? Uh, and then, like I said, somebody has to play Vanderbilt. True. And so I gave that's them. That's in-state yeah, everything, in state, too. No, Tennessee, I, think, I yeah. think that's really good. And somebody I, has to play South Carolina. Very true. All right. That so, is kind of amazing. But, Let's take a break here. Yeah, for because we are at time crunch today because we got we're walking you up to the Braves. We're gonna take a break here. We'll come back, wrap up our conversation on this, and then get you ready for Braves pregame. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back with more. This is second down on ESPN Radio. We're presented to you by the Uniform Source. <laughs> second down on ESPN Radio, presented to you by the Uniform Source. Kevin Thomas is losing his mind because he doesn't have three hours. To just brains view. If we could just pack it like the last minute and a half of the things Kevin has said and just have it on a loop, that'd be <sighs> hilarious and a whirlwind and crazy. And all also, all of time. us would lose our minds. Yes, that's very, very true. quickly. Uh, we are walking you up to Braves baseball coming up here in about four minutes. We'll have pregame coverage for you as the Braves, you know, try to get something right. I don't know. Blow a lead last night. Lose our 0-4 now in extra innings this year. Like, extra innings for the Braves are just atrocious. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot. Of, that's the thing right now, right? There's a lot of things right now for the Braves. Even, But that, like, that goes to, to last year with, like, even with the whole, like, no quit with Snit, <clears throat> if you didn't come back inside the regular nine innings, Braves are going to lose an extra innings. Yeah, you're not winning. Like, there's no quit Snit, but he has an early bedtime, so if you go to extra innings. It's just about over. to get rough. Yeah. Also, do you see what happened uh, with Ronald Acuna Jr. last night? Where he gets plunked after the bullpen guy has a mound meeting with the catcher. Okay. No, I did not yeah. see that situation. Yeah. Was it the starter? Yeah. Starter. Yeah. Starter getting slapped around. I don't know. He just had one of those names. I assume he's a bullpen guy because I'd never heard it before. But that. But that being said, has a mound meeting with the catcher. Catcher walks back. Very next pitch. Just plunked right in the back. Yeah. How Brian Snitker's not out there just throwing hands, I have no idea. This is the fourth time Acuna has been hit already this year, and he missed. Yeah, like the first month, month and a half of the season. Yeah. yeah. And then he had more time where they didn't know if he was, he like yeah. got injured again, didn't know if they were Well, they're just being like real careful with him, where it's like, yeah. he's like, man, I kind of woke up a little funky. All right, hey guys, Ronnie's not playing today. We'll cut him for the next week and a half. Yeah, like, Ron. Yeah. Ronnie's not playing today, but there is an important thing to get to here. As as much fun as it is uh, to make fun of the Braves struggling, it's because we're all just suffering together. Serious note here. In the history here? of divisions right. in Major League Baseball, the Braves are currently sitting behind the third largest division lead in the history of Major League Baseball as of June 1st. Wow. The biggest ones ever, 14 games uh, for the 2001 Mariners, 11 games for the 2017 Astros, and then tied with the 1971 Giants are the 2022 New York Mets that have a 10-and-a-half game lead in the division. Yeah, this The early. next closest lead currently in Major League Baseball, five-and-a-half right. for the New York Yankees over the Toronto Blue Jays. Jeez. Yeah, that's I mean, insane. the Mets are fine. Everybody else has just been terrible. Yeah. And, and that's the main thing, right, is I think right now they're just trying to run away and hide because we all know what the Mets do. I don't do, know that they are trying all. to run like, away and hide. I think they're doing everything they can to leave the division open. It's just the <laughs> Phillies and the Braves keep tripping over their own feet. Yeah. 
You have a five-game lead last night, or a five-run lead last night, excuse me. Blow it. Been bad. So if it's the offense not showing up when they the, have some good pitching, or if it's you finally get some runs, you scored six runs last night in regulation, I guess is what we'll call it there, Kevo. But six runs in regulation, that ain't good enough to get it done because your bullpen just comes in and falls apart. He gets the Diamondbacks. Yeah. I know this whole new age thought around baseball, these different teams that are supposedly on the up and up, and and, and the Diamondbacks are one of them. But you're you're blowing games to the Diamondbacks. I don't care what era of baseball it is. You don't blow games to the Diamondbacks. We don't do that here. I mean, sheesh. But it's happening. That being said, I guess if there's one positive thing we can hold on to as we get you ready for Rays baseball, this would be the most epic collapse of all time if the Mets just fall apart and someone else wins the division. So we have that to hold on to. Braves baseball coming up next as they take on the Diamondbacks. First pitch set for 340. We'll catch up with everyone tomorrow. Miss any portion of the show? Check it out on ESPNCoastal.com.